Hi everyone, welcome back to the Off The Bar Podcast. My name is Brandon and today I'm joined with Ben and we are going to talk about uh, recent events in soccer or football. Uh, pretty much discussing the fact that uh, the Ballon d'Or has been cancelled this year due to league pausing and then the restart and all that kind of stuff. Uh, some of the more reactionary stuff is obviously uh, the fact of certain players got robbed who... We think we're gonna talk about who we think we who we think we could, could have won it this year. Definitely gonna to try to talk about the different aspects of what these implications are for this Ballon d'Or. Why we think if there's going to be enough uproar, uh, then people might this uh, decision might overturn. Um, so let's just jump right into it. So really quickly. Um, I had no idea. I guess since it's like it's a French name, and I I, I just I didn't think, but I, I didn't realize like France is like, or some it's like France said that like. Uh, the France Football uh, Association announces uh, that the Ballon d'Or will be canceled. I had no idea it was from France. That's first off. So that's like my bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Second off. Um. I think we just go into who got snubbed, who think we got snubbed. Um, I think the obvious choice for both of us is uh, Lewandowski. Yeah. 50 goals, like 50, 51 goals in all competitions. Yeah. He has already won two trophies. Looks prime. It looks in a prime position to make a run in the Champions League. Yeah. Just, if you were Lewandowski, what was your, what was, what would be your initial reactions? Um, this is some BS. I mean, look, he's always been overlooked just because he's been a proven goal scorer. Right. And he's been in the era where Messi and Ronaldo have been battling it out for the Ballon d'Or, and we've only seen one change, and that was Modric. Modric. right. Um, I mean, even before that, they had Fabio Cannavaro, but that was all the way back in, like, 06 World Cup. So right. That was, it was, it, the last one that wasn't Messi or Ronaldo was, it's been many years. Yeah. So, I'm not... I, for him, I'd be very upset. I mean, I think genuinely... Because he, he looked, and not in prime position, but if they go on and win the UCL, he has, a pri- he has a big case of saying, yeah, I should be able to, uh, I should be able to win this year. Because it's not like he go- he plays in the French League, which is just a total farmer's league for PSG. He plays in the Bundesliga, which isn't the best. Or, like, it isn't it's a very, I think it's a very competitive league. There's yeah, no, no, I know, but four, I, five, six teams that always compete for at least a Champions League spot. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no team that competes for a title. No, no, no. Bayern's, like, for sure, but yeah. I'm saying Champions League thoughts after number one. Um, Yeah, uh, Lewandowski definitely, I believe, was robbed. And another uh, one of his compatriots, or former compatriots, Frank Ribery, I think honestly feels the same way. <laughs> uh, no, oh, my God. Probably feels... feels <laughs> no, no. Yeah. why? Cause, How would you make that joke? It's because it's oh true. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Ribery got robbed in, like, 2013. He got robbed this year, didn't he? What? He got robbed this year, and that's why he's not playing in Fiorentina. No, but he that's... is playing in Fiorentina. I know, but that's why he's probably leaving. He got uh, robbed this year. Oh. That's why I was laughing. I wasn't even thinking <laughs> that, Jesus. Your mind went into a different direction. I you was... went into the same direction. No, I was talking about him getting snubbed for the Ballon d'Or in 2013. Oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> not actually physically getting robbed. <laughs> and he has come out and said that he doesn't mind, that he's still for this team. So, like, I'm just saying. Um, yeah, it's just, I know, it's weird. Uh, yeah, and I definitely understand why... Um, uh, there is, has been some outcry and some outpour because I think we all expected Lewandowski 
to sort of win this year. I don't know if expected, but he was I, definitely in the I, race, he especially was, if they would have making a run in the Champions League. Right. Um, I think, realistically, if they already have a good advantage over Chelsea because they already played the first leg. Yeah, right? the 3-0 like up. 3-0 yeah. up, right. Um, obviously, they play, and they're in the much harder group compared to, let's say, a PSG who have to play Leipzig or Atalanta uh, out, right after the round of 16. Right. Um, so, well, yes, he would have to play like a Man City, Real Madrid, a Barcelona, one of those difficult teams, a Juventus. I think it's just safe to say that, you know, Bayern... I, looking at Bayern's form and looking at uh, how they played, uh, especially uh, coming back and winning the title when it looked like you know it could have been a race between Dortmund uh, and Leipzig early on for the title and uh, Bayern yeah. sitting in seventh, they looked like they had pretty hot form and uh, and their players for sure looked like they were ready to try to compete not only domestically but also in the Champions League. I think I'm going to throw out a couple different names. Okay. That could have won it, and you're going to tell me yes or no. Uh, first off, I think we have to go with the current holder of the Ballon d'Or, Messi. Um, in all competitions, he has 30 goals and 26 assists. I think that's incredible. He also is the first player to get 20 goals and 20 assists in right. the Liga, which is an great, another competitive league. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, he was definitely a contender this year. I'm sure that the odds bet, odd. Makers would probably favor him more just because he's won it all, right. the, and, all these times. Right. Um, another one, obviously, is Ronaldo. Is it, though? Is it really obvious? I, th- I, think it's, I think it's a little bit obvious. I know he has a little bit... I know since his move to Juventus, it has seen he's been on a little bit decline. Well, without penalties, he's only had 19 goal contributions. Okay, but, us, you know, we're Manchester United fans. We can't complain about penalties. <laughs> so, calm down about that. 34 goals and 7 assists in all competitions. I know the assists aren't there, but 34 goals and 42 appearances has to be pretty good. Especially seven, uh, especially 2 in the Champions League and 2, two goals in, one, in the Champions League and 1 assist. Um, and in the City, he's been killing it, obviously. In 30 appearances, he had 30 goals and 6 assists. And another name I want to throw out there, and you and I have been kind of debating all day over this one, is Benzema's numbers. In 47th appearances, he's has 26 goals and 11 assists. Okay, let me explain to you why I've been saying this. If get, Put any other person in that role. Put any other striker. So I use Martial as an example just because he his numbers are somewhat close to uh, Benzema's. Put any other striker in that role and I think they get more goals. Give someone else... The, the, the talent behind him. Give someone else, like... I know this is the Paul Pierce's Dwayne Wayne uh, kind of uh, argument, but give someone else the, the talent behind Benzema. The uh, talent that, behind Benzema that he's been lucky to have. Give someone else that, and you could probably see a better season. And he kind of benefited off of, well, uh, Hazard didn't have a good year. Uh, Vinicius, uh, like, they didn't have great goal years. Right. So... I don't know. I mean, yeah, he's been in fine form since the restart, but I don't know if that's really... I don't know if you can really make a case for Benzema. Um, I believe you can, uh, just for the fact that there is... there. He has contributed, and I feel like he has been one of the big reasons as to why Real Madrid did win the title. I feel like his goal contributions and his uh, 
and his ability to fit into Zidane's system has honestly been uh, done very well. Uh, in my opinion, was he on maybe a top three, top four list? If he was number five, I would say he, if he was on the top five list, I would say he's number five. Uh, I I I believe he could have had a shot, especially if Real Madrid went farther than Bayern to move up that list. Sure, yeah. Like if he would have done extremely well in the Champions League, which is again a lot of deal breakers, right, for a lot of teams, for a lot of players, I should say, right. Uh, then yeah, he could be looked at as some as someone who uh, has done pretty much uh, right. better. But if you look at like if you're gonna go based based on stats, which is I think should be is one of the main, if not the main element to right. having a great year. Chiro Mobley has more goals than him. Okay. He is 31 in all competitions. Right. Which, then again, Lazio feeds off of Chiro Mobley. Right. So I'm not saying, I'm, there's a different comparison to that. But, I don't, like, I don't know. I think there is a case to be made for him, and I'm not saying that, look, he, but I think he's an outside shot for it. Uh, okay, so uh, before we continue on with players that we think could have won it, this year, if they if they allowed it to continue, do you think if the Euros went on as scheduled, do you think that would have contributed to it? Obviously, it's a big contribution. Do you think if you looked at a Lewandowski, who's a Lewandowski, Ben Benzema doesn't uh, doesn't really start for doesn't really start France. for France, and he hasn't really. I don't think he has played for France for a while. Yeah, he hasn't played since, I believe, the World Cup. Right. Um, I mean, obviously... A couple years ago, not the new one. Right, yeah. Uh, Ronaldo, obviously, is going to be the main man for Portugal. How big of a factor would it be for a Robert Lewandowski, who domestically and probably across Europe and in the European competitions has done really well, but given the fact that, you know... Poland aren't necessarily a big force in the Euros. Not to say that they have a bad squad. I'm just saying yeah. that they, you know, are they're not if they're in a if they're in, if they're not in a group of death. I expect them to get out. But if they're in, let's say, in, with an Italy and a Spain, I expect a I expect Italy and Spain to go out. Yeah, to go in and Poland to go out. Yeah. How big would that contribute to, let's say, Lewandowski, for example, to his uh, chances of winning a Ballon d'Or? I think, well, number one, him being the best player for Poland in a long time. I think he's always been kind of the best player for Poland ever since he's really stepped up to that kind of elite level. Right. Um, so there's that. And I think also you have to look at the fact of they are a pretty good team, Poland. If they get out of the round of 16, they'll always have a, it'll always be a hard game. Right. So, you know, if, if he scores three goals in the Euro, in the Euros... Does it make a difference? No, I, don't I definitely really think he's going to be uh, Poland's like main goal scorer. Yeah, yeah. For sure, because I can't really think of Poland's national team off the top of my head. Wojciech Szczesny, I think. Isn't he Polish? Yeah. So, and yeah last, the other player I know is Blachikowski, and I don't think he plays anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think, you're, so, I think you're retired. <laughs> yeah, or is playing in some lower league. I, I don't know. I haven't really followed. Um, but given the fact that... So given the fact that Poland weren't going to be, I think, a major a target in to get out of a group of death or maybe go farther in a league, like uh, farther in a competition, like a semifinal or a final, maybe that could have hurt Lewandowski's chances. However, I do feel like domestically and club-wise, he, I think, uh, has a good resume and could back it up to win it. I'm going to throw out a couple more names at you before we end off here. Kevin De Bruyne. 
uh, for Man City has had in forty four appearances, forty four appearances, thirteen goals and twenty one assists. Yeah, he's had an incredible year. Um, midfielders really, besides attackers, they really don't get a lot of love when it comes to uh, ranking and when it comes to really Ballon d'Or ever having really a chance. So right. I think he's had an incredible year. If Man City go on and win the Champions League, yeah, I could see, I could see him. If he, especially if he's one of the main right. focal points behind them winning the Champions League, yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, again, this is if the Ballon d'Or does get reinstated for this year, which maybe might happen, maybe not. I think at this point, it's a mute point. Uh, I think the next person I do want to bring up, and I think Ben, you, Ben and I are gonna have a little bit of bias towards, is Bruno Fernandez. Uh, for uh, yes, he has had like half seasons in different leagues. Uh, obviously, the first half of the season playing for Sporting, and then in the second half playing for Man United. Uh, in forty six appearances in all competitions between the two clubs, twenty four goals, twenty two assists. What do you make of that? I think the last person to win the Ballon d'Or while playing in like a midfield. Portugal okay. was Eusebio, and that was a long time ago. Right. So. I think the last one to play in like a midfielder role was probably like a Ronald Ronaldinho. Yeah. So or not I, Modric, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Modric, yeah. Uh I but I I mean, look, I think if he would have gone to United like in, in the, the beginning. beginning of the season and had the same production he's had, he's a genuine child for it. But th- okay. I think if he takes this into next season and he's playing incredibly well next season right. and he's and in the Champions League they make a run if they if right. they make the Champions League. If they do that, and if they win, maybe the FA Cup, or I don't think they'll challenge next year. But I think if they win a cup or something right. along the way, I think yeah, I think he can be yeah. in it. I think. Now, would now let's go back to the Euros, it, because Portugal is obviously a big, heavy a team in uh, in the Euros and right. will definitely make an impact in they that competition, right? Obviously, and now I think honestly that from last competition to this competition, I feel like they have a, a bit of a better squad. Uh, more youth and more uh, veteran presence. I feel. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, definitely have more depth. What would if he did well in the Euros? Would that help him increase his stock? Like. Yeah, but I think it's more so like if De Bruyne did well in the Euros. Right. I think if you're gonna talk about Bruno Fernandez, he had a really great season. He's had he's had a really great season for both right. Sporting and uh, Sporting and uh, Manchester United. Right. But I mean, it's just it's too much. I think to ask of kind of the voters to say, yeah, he's had a great year, sure. Right. But he was playing in a league that isn't considered the top five league. He moves to Man United, has an incredible season, but it's only for half a year. Right. If he goes on to the Euros, which if they the Euros would have played, uh, if he goes into the Euros, has a Modric-type Euros, which I mean like Modric in the World Cup or right. Cannavaro in, yeah. the, in the World Cup. Because Cannavaro won it because he was one of the best defenders in the world and he won the World Cup. Right. You know, yeah, I think um, Neuer was in the conversation when Germany won the World Cup because he had a great World Cup. Right. So, yeah, I think it could definitely impact uh, the voting as well, but I, I don't really see it, especially right. with Bruno Fernandes. As much as he's been incredibly well, I think he has, what, like nine goals and eight assists in all competitions for United, which is right. incredible. incredible. Yeah. So, I think uh, I think if, it, if someone like a De Bruyne would, uh, would have a great Euros... Right. I think he can be definitely looked at, but I don't really see Bruno Fernandes, especially when the focal point of that Portugal team is going to be Ronaldo. Right. Um, last person I'm going to throw it to you is uh, Kylian Mbappe. 
Now, I know you have your reservations because League Un isn't as competitive as, let's say, Italy or Germany. It's certainly not the Premier League. But given that the fact that PSG could make a good run in the Champions League and given the fact that he has played well in League Un and in all competitions, having 30 goals and 17 assists while adding uh, in 33 appearances while in the Champions League, uh, seven, assi- uh, seven appearances with five goals and five assists, do, does he start getting into that conversation a little bit more often? I think he was in that conversation last year. Uh, does he start getting into that conversation more often or is it does he need to make that next step to a Real Madrid to a big not saying PSG aren't a big club but making a but a bigger but on a much more grander stage and a much more competitive uh, competition first of all let's get one thing clear and I'm going to say this I don't think they have as easy as a run as a lot of people think they are but we're going to talk about that later in the UCL predictions right um do I think he should be in the conversation? Yeah, he's had a great season. He's had 30 goals. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, to play, and you're playing alongside Neymar, you're playing alongside all these, you know... Really, Acardi, uh, yeah, Di Maria, right. All these really great players. Um, if he would have had a great Euros like he did in the World Cup uh, a couple years ago, yeah, I think he could be in the conversation. I think... But you have to keep a reservation. I know it's France football, and that they could be a little bit of bias. Right. But you have to keep a reservation because PSG are always going to win that league. Right. You I know? mean, we saw with Monaco uh, the fact that they were able to sort of maybe pull up that upset, especially with a younger Kylian Mbappe, a Radamel Falcao having a revolutionary uh, season a couple of years ago and just having an all-around balanced squad being able to win. And then, you know, obviously PSG with their oil money, bought all these good players, including Mbappe, and, you know, now their dominance is kind of reasserted. I kind of, I'm always on the side of if he does well, no matter in what competition, and so that's why I threw Bruno Fernandes also at you, no matter in what league or what competition, he still should be looked at as, you know, a potential candidate. I think that's why we also saw guys like Adelit and De Jong uh, before their big-time moves to Barca and Juventus, respectively. Uh, get a sort of nod or get a shout as to, hey, we are still showing love and still showing appreciation to you know teams outside of the, players outside of the top five leagues, uh, even though it's most likely they're not going to win. You know they're still on a I think on a tier list and a, on a short list of players that could potentially win it, and I definitely believe that. While yes, France is in a top five league. You know, Mbappe does need to step up and maybe go to a Real Madrid in a much harder competition because in France it's re- it hasn't really been that much. Di- it hasn't have like the difficulty uh, of scoring, and and he's proved in the Champions League that he can play against big competition. It's not like hey, I can, I'm killing it in France, but I'm really not showing up in the uh, when it comes to playing other teams around the world. It's I'm also killing it for killing it for PSG against you know Real Madrid, a Dortmund. Um, Galatasaray, Club Bruges, uh, the just to name a few. I mean, I know that's who's been in their group uh, la- this season. I mean, he was revolutionary when he came out against Mo- when he came for Monaco and you and he helped men. He helped beat Man City. Right. He, was, he tried pulling the turnaround against Juventus. Right. He's he's shown that he's not just a great player in France. Right. Uh, I certainly believe that if he does move to a Real Madrid. 
I for sure see him possibly winning the Ballon d'Or somewhat of a consistent time like a Messi and Ronaldo have. Yeah. I think it's just given the fact that he needs, I think he needs to make that next move and make that next step. But I think it's also a wait and see period. And it's also, this whole conversation has also been a what if because, like, to just reiterate, the Ballon d'Or has been canceled, which sucks for this year. I don't really understand why. Maybe because of some leagues canceling. However, you know, they can still base their judgment on the Champions League. They still can base on their judgment based on uh, competition prior. So, yeah, uh, prior to the lockdown, prior to restart. Right. You know, it's not like there wasn't any football going on. Yeah. Hey, wait, can I throw one, minute, one more at you? Yeah. Jane Sandra. 20 goals and 20 assists in all competitions. Yeah, I think he definitely deserves a shout. I definitely feel, uh, yeah, I, I, he definitely deserves a shout. Again, as a young player, uh, I, he is going to be probably looked at as maybe on a short list as well. Uh, and especially if he had a good Euros this season. And especially if he had a deep, well, no, no, they can't have a deep run in the Champions League. I feel like because he's at Dortmund and they, you know, they kind of bottled winning the league. You know, the Bayern just had an incredible run of form right. to make that surgence to win the league. You know, they didn't win a DFP Pokal. They didn't win any domestic cup trophy. I think the uh, voters are also going to look at that. Uh, not to knock Sancho's ability because Sancho's ability has been really good before lockdown and post and after the restart. Right. But I just feel like with uh, I feel like again it has to be he has to go to a club that's going to win trophies right. on a more consistent level. Do you think? And I think this was the case with Angel Di Maria. Do you think if he moves to Manchester United, he's looked at as a candidate? Because. We saw with Angel Di Maria that he wasn't the main focal point of that of that uh, Real Madrid Real Madrid team. Do you think that if he makes the move, because he not only has he had a great season, he might have a great Euros. Yeah. He goes on and, ha- and makes the move. It, that's a great year for him. Do you think he at least gets a shout in the World Eleven? Do you think he gets a shout even in the team, uh, team of the year? Yeah, in the team of the year. Do you think he gets a shout for the? Uh, yes, I, I think it also depends on where you're gonna play everyone. Because again, you know, Messi's always going to take up that spot for a right winger or a center forward position. Even though we've seen Sancho play in a cam in a left mid role, uh, I think his preferred decisions have been off, uh, positions been off the right. Um, so maybe in a World Eleven or right now, maybe in a World Eleven or a team of this year, um, isn't in his isn't there. I think it's definitely up to when Messi and Ronaldo retire to allow some of these guys to start. Winning it more consistently, I definitely feel, uh, though, that he will definitely be in that conversation. Um, the same thing with a lot of players that aren't winning or are on the cusp of uh, being in that conversation just because of certain players. And I feel like, again, it's certain biases of the markability by, um, by the voters of those right. two. But I also feel like it's also down to where they're playing and uh, what team they're playing for and if they're you know constantly doing well while also winning trophies. Right. Yeah, I think that's a good point because you have to look at, and you know, last year was a great point of it. Ronaldo wasn't in World 11 until, like, they had they to had add a, him on. Yeah. yeah, they had to. In, in uh, Ultimate Team, I can tell you that they had him as the 12th guy because uh, for the past couple FIFAs, they've been saying, like, 
we'll have a team of the season, team of the year, eleven plus the twelfth man. Right. Uh, and you know this year it was Ronaldo. They had to kick out Conte to add Ronaldo and switch a formation to, uh, from a four three three to a four two four four two. Uh, and so for sure, it's definitely looking like the decline and looking like it cha- it could change. Um, but just sticking to the point of the fact that it won't be a ball and door to kind of judge who for sure is going to get into that position, I think it makes it a little bit more difficult. But I also think it means there's more. Uh, there could be a little bit more possibility and a little bit more open to who gets in this year and who gets who gets what. Right. Yeah. I think that's gonna wrap up today's video. I hope you guys did enjoy. Again. Uh, hopefully, maybe the Ballon d'Or does get reinstated. It, it, I think definitely there is enough to be. To, it is enough to base uh, the Ballon d'Or. There's there's enough competition. There's been enough going on before lockdown that we could have uh, judged the Ballon d'Or, the winner of the Ballon d'Or on. And again, I think Ben and I can both agree. Probably would have been Robert Lewandowski. Yeah, winning it uh, for sure. Let us know what you guys think in the comments section down below. Were we right on some points? Were we wrong? Also, don't forget to like and subscribe and check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Links, Links will be down right in the description down below. Again, hope you guys enjoyed and uh, have a good day and stay safe.